An HSA account is a powerful planning tool for freelancers. Part two. Hi, this is Alex Lynch, and I help freelancers earning six figures or more optimize their finances all in the amount of time it takes to enjoy a cup of coffee. For additional resources on this subject and others important to freelancers, please check out our website, freelancefinancefix.com. Today, I'm going to continue on last episode's topic of health savings accounts. We did an overview of HSA accounts and the tax benefits inside of them, along with six things you need to know about them. They are excellent tools for freelancers. They can help you both reduce your lifetime tax bill and grow your wealth. Let's jump in with five more things to know about HSA accounts and some actionable ideas on investing your HSA account. The seventh thing you need to know about HSA accounts is to select your custodian very carefully. I want to emphasize that over the years, HSA accounts have become easier and easier to manage at mainstream custodians to both open and manage the account and take care of all the complexities associated. The fees are now minimal to non-existent. Additionally, inside of your HSA account, you can invest in a broad range of investment options. If the place you're currently holding your HSA account doesn't have any investment options more than just a savings account or money market option, you need to consider moving it to a better custodian that has access to index funds and various other investment options. Therefore, if you currently have an HSA account, I want you to go and verify that you have almost no annual fees inside of it and that you have great and robust investment options inside of it as well. It is not uncommon for me to run into freelancers with really large HSA accounts, but their current custodian only allows them to invest in essentially a savings account and earn almost no interest. This is not what we want. The eighth thing to know about HSA accounts is my personal favorite use of them. This is as a planning tool to use them as a dedicated healthcare expense bucket set aside for either early retirement or used to pay health insurance prior to Medicare age, and then at age 65 for Medicare premiums into the future. Health expenses and health insurance are one of the hardest things to plan for with early retirement, and having a dedicated bucket set aside helps put you ahead of the financial planning game. So while this isn't right for everyone, I personally like to have my HSA account grow over time for my future early retirement and I do not currently use it for most day-to-day expenses. I instead love to see the tax-free growth happening inside of it. This brings us to our ninth point about health savings accounts. How do we invest to take advantage of the tax-free growth inside of the account? To truly take advantage of the long-term tax-free growth potential inside of the account, we have to make a few considerations. First, you must consider if you will be using this money in the short term 
to take advantage of the short-term tax deduction and spending it right away on medical bills, or if you will be leaving funds inside of the account to benefit from that long-term growth and instead using other funds you may have set aside for your medical bills as they come up. Both options are great. However, I'm guessing as a listener of the show, you are probably in the long-term camp. But again, if you plan to use this as a short-term account, you likely don't want to invest in anything with risk. You want liquid options that do not fluctuate with the markets. Now again, for most of you, let's look at this as a long-term tax-free compounding vehicle for your financial future. Here is how I like to invest my HSA account, and this isn't right for everybody as I don't plan to retire within the next five to 10 years. I personally like to leave about 10,000 or enough money to cover my deductible for the year inside of a low risk fund inside of the HSA account and invest the rest in my preferred option of index funds for long-term growth inside of the account. Again, I personally like to have a little bit inside of the account in a low to no risk fund as what will often happen sooner or later is I will have a really bad year where I have a bunch of things medically happen. Let's say I break a leg, an arm, and have another medical accident all in the same year. And in that year, the markets will be severely down. And the more I need to pull money out of the markets, the farther the markets will be down. And I will be very unhappy pulling out money for health expenses at a loss. So I'd rather have just a little bit of cushion from the markets personally, while balancing out long-term growth potential inside of this account. The key takeaway here is to review your HSA account and make sure it isn't 100% in cash or money market as the default option. All too often, I see HSA accounts left in this default option. Make sure your investment allocation inside of your HSA account matches your personal goals for this account. So take a minute to determine if you are going to use this account for short-term expense needs for medical or if this is a longer-term tax-free growth account. Our 10th point on HSA accounts is an emphasis on keeping all of your receipts, even the ones you don't submit for reimbursement. I do want to make an emphasis on just how much easier it is to manage these accounts online through your mainstream custodians. They have great mechanisms for uploading your receipts and reimbursing you quickly for those entered receipts. You essentially just scan and upload a receipt or several receipts at once, and they'll mail you a check to be deposited to your account or direct deposit to your bank account. The real pro tip here is to keep your medical receipts, even the ones you don't use for reimbursement. Keep this on file in your files outside of the HSA custodian, as you may be eligible in the future for reimbursement on them. You will want to confirm this with your tax advisor or financial advisor, but oftentimes you can use healthcare receipts from prior years and get the money out of your HSA account in the future tax-free. So therefore, we want to save those receipts as they may have significant value if we ever needed to pull extra money out of that HSA account because we didn't have enough set aside elsewhere. Last but not least, let's talk about our 11th point with HSA accounts, how the tax filing and tracking process works. When you withdraw from your HSA account, your custodian will send you a 1099-SA at the end of the year to plug into your tax software or hand over to your tax preparer or financial advisor. As this information is reported to the IRS, make sure 
that you enter it in your taxes and keep those associated receipts for your HSA account. And every year you contribute to your HSA account, you will enter your contributions and distributions in your tax return software. They make it very easy and it is reported on IRS form 8889. It's very simple and straightforward. The software truly makes it easy or even easier is to just tell your tax preparer and financial advisor about your activities and set up the account to automatically contribute every month and never think about it again. After all this info on HSA accounts, let's take a minute to recap them. An HSA account lets us have a tax deduction on the way in, grow tax-free, and withdraw tax-free from medical expenses. It is a true triple threat to your taxes and something that is very exciting to have in place. We want this HSA account as a financial bucket available for you. As health expenses are one of the biggest wild cards out there, along with uncertainty in the future regarding health insurance. This helps us mitigate some of that risk. By having a dedicated bucket set aside, you have done a great job planning for your financial future. Action items from this episode. Verify your HSA account has investment options within it and that you pay almost zero to no fees within inside of the account. Review your investments inside of the account and create an investment strategy that matches your goals with the account, whether that is short-term liquid options or allowing your HSA account to compound and grow for your future Medicare expenses, whatever makes sense for you. And again, save all your receipts for healthcare expenses. The fix is in. HSA accounts are an awesome tool for freelancers for both planning and staying financially independent. And thank you for joining me on another episode of the Freelance Finance Fix. Please visit our website, FreelanceFinanceFix.com, for more information on HSA accounts and other topics important to freelancers. And please stay tuned for our next episode. Before you go, one thing you should know. This isn't legal, tax, or investment advice. It's just a show. Cause tax laws are tricky. And investments complex. Get professional advice. Do more research. So you'll never lose. We are the freelancers, my Seriously, this isn't tax, legal, or investing advice.